Hey everyone, OMG, welcome to Reheated, I think it's episode 18, that's crazy, what a, t what a time to be alive, what a grind we're on, um, week 4 of NYU, almost a month, again, fucking crazy, I can't believe this, um, it's great though, love and life, etc, etc, um, last night, after studio, it's Wednesday by the way, this is just to give you a peek into my schedule. Today's an academic day. I have class at 11, and it's 9.40, so we're making good time. Um, but basically, I went to studio yesterday. Studio was great, as always. Tiring, as always. Um, went out. Where did I go? Oh, I ran to Barnes & Noble because I wanted to see if they had a copy of The New Yorker from the 19th because that one has the queen on it and it's very iconic and I feel like I should own it and I also want to read it because I've been reading a lot of New Yorker articles um just from my classes and I've been realizing that I actually really really enjoy them so I feel like I might um see if I can get a little subscription because I've always wanted to subscribe to a magazine I thought it was the coolest thing ever and the idea of subscribing to the New Yorker Fantastic. Literally so amazing. So um, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But actually, Barnes & Noble didn't carry the most recent um, issue of The New Yorker. I think you call it an issue. I don't really know magazine terms. Um, but yeah, no, they only carried the one from the t um, September 12th. And when I asked the guy if they had anywhere in the store the most recent New Yorker, he was like, I, I don't know. And I was like, well, that's really embarrassing. So... Um, Barnes & Noble in Union Square is arguably the best Barnes & Noble in all of New York. However, um, do the employees know what they are carrying? No, they don't, which is embarrassing to me. Um, but whatever, we'll get right into it. Last night I finished um, Beloved, which I was reading. It was really fantastic. Um, my mind is still kind of fucked from it. Like, I really don't even know what just happened as I finished it. I annotated the shit out of it trying to understand. Like, some some books I annotate because I'm like, I have thoughts about them. Beloved was me trying to, like, decode what was going on and what Toni Morrison was trying to say. Um, but that process was still very beautiful, and I got a lot from it that I don't get. Um, I, I, like, I don't get this much stimulation from any other books, I think, that I've read this year. Maybe East of Eden, but, like, long story short, if you're looking for, like, a little bit of spooky and a little bit of, like, what's going on making you think, pick up Beloved for sure. It is really, really fantastic. Um, and it's, like, one of the most famous American novels. So I'm sure you've heard of it, and I'm sure people are like, mm, you didn't read that in school, or, like, you just haven't read it. Um, I know that was one of the contributing factors for me. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I haven't read it, actually. And I got on it because I was like, I'm, I, this is fucking embarrassing. And it was. So, Heather recommend. Very good. Um, now I'm going to move on to Practical Magic because, one, my brain needs a break. And I love Alice Hoffman and her writing is just very, like, chill. And it's not very, I'm not saying it's not sophisticated. It's just, like, not the most challenging. So it's very much, I can just read it. And I know the story somewhat because I've watched the movie and I, I, I've read the prequels. So, like, I know what I'm getting into and exactly what I need because I just need Halloween. I need the fucking leaves to change. They haven't changed yet. Um, 
everyone talks about Autumn in New York. There's that song, I think, by Ella Fitzgerald that I've actually been listening to almost every morning called Autumn in New York. Yeah. Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. What a duo. Oh, yeah. I, I hope I don't get copyrighted for this, but... Yeah, no, it's fucking hot and sexy. Please, please go hit that up. If you're ever walking, ever taking a fall walk or wishing it was fall, hit that shit up. There's actually a playlist that I've been listening to called Autumn in New York, which is by Katie Hynek. Um, It's a really famous playlist. There's like 20,000 likes on it. Yeah. Um... It's vintage jazz, blue and acoustic to walk around Central Park in the fall to. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Katie Hynek. Thank you. So <laughs> that's a big part of what my life has been like. Um, also, socializing. I talked about Welcome Week, and I talked about how hectic it was, how many people I was meeting, how much I wanted to die at points because of all the people I was meeting. And, like, also the struggle to find people that I really did enjoy. Um, that struggle continues. But there are many people that sometimes I forget, like, how much I enjoy them. Because there's been such a sea of, like, pretending to enjoy people. And doing my best to make it look like I'm having a good time. That, like, when I do come across someone who I actually remember having a real good time with, I get so unbelievably happy. I laugh harder than I probably should. Like... I've been laughing at some people that I find really enjoyable so hard that I start to cry. Like, my abs are, are like, seriously working, and I'm crying, and I can't catch my breath like I'm having a good sob. Like, it's so concerning because they'll say something not even that funny, but I'm just like, I haven't heard a good joke like that in a while, and I miss, like, my friends from home who literally, like, everything that came out of their mouth was, one, the most intelligent and insightful thing ever, and also made me just, like cry laughing every time like they said a singular thing um so just like pockets of that showing up in my everyday life here are really special to me and I like to savor them um but I mean friends are good I feel like it's like I don't I don't really know it's like Chloe's my my bitch we are always brave in the world together especially because our schedules are so similar so like we see each other and even if there are people that we like really do vibe with if they're in different majors like it's just hard. Like, everything, everyone's busy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the busyness for me has been pretty manageable in terms of, like, obviously I have homework to do. Obviously, studio days take up a good chunk, and I'm, like, technically taking seven classes right now. But four of those classes are theater classes, and they're not, like, okay, come write a paper and come in. So it's, like, it's more just, like, show up, do the work, and then maybe read a play or like study this like sheet of anatomy or something it's not too crazy um so for that reason i'm just like eh i don't know like I i'm loving life and the fact that i can i have time to do my personal reading and or if i want to draw and even this like it, it, it did take me a second to really realize where i could fit this in um because I do really love to do it, and it does help me unload so much, especially when I'm not journaling as much, which I was journaling a bunch when I first got here. Like, I literally, actually looking at it now, like, I was journaling a fuck ton, and I got, like, a good chunk in, and I got a lot of, like, the good base for it. And not gonna lie, like, juicy stuff has happened that I can write about, 
But like, I've just been, I've been in that mood where I'm just like, I don't feel like putting this down on paper. I just like want to have it held in my brain, which I think is also valid because we are told to one, keep a journal. Absolutely keep a journal. Oh my God, please keep a journal. But at the same time, sometimes you just want to keep things from your journal and there is a lot of guilt, at least in my experience of like, I thought I was keeping a journal. Why am I not writing every single day? Um, that is unhealthy. Not, not the writing in your journal part. Writing in your journal, in your journal will always be healthy. Don't get me wrong. But putting that much stress, I don't think is cool because there are, in my opinion, we're always expressing somehow, at least as like an artistic person. I, even if I'm not creating work, I feel like I still am expressing. Does that make sense? Like when I'm walking around and I'm thinking thoughts that are kind of outlandish and I'm not even putting them anywhere. I'm just, I'm just letting them swish around in my head and realizing that they're one cool as fuck and two, like they are happening and they're interesting. Like sometimes like I'll, I'll see in moments of more like inspiration and not super like blocked creativity I'll walk around and I'll take notice to different shapes different colors or lot like lines of what could be poetry will kind of like lace through my mind or even poetry I've read will be contemplating or or like very often as I sleep I will have a song playing on repeat in my head does that happen to anyone else and I'll find myself waking up singing to it so I put it on when I go to the bathroom, like as I'm getting ready and it kind of equalizes me like, yeah, this is cool. Like this is happening. And maybe that's not something that happens to anyone else, but I feel like it, I feel like it, it is like there. It's one of those moments where I feel like sometimes people would be like, Oh my God, like that's kind of weird. And I, that's never, it's never really happened to me. And I don't think it's happened to anyone else. But then meanwhile, everyone else is like, no, 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 this happens to me too. That TikTok has taught me that. This may, oh my God, I feel like I'm jumping around so much, but TikTok has taught me that people have way more shared experiences with me than I ever thought. So with that logic, I'm saying right now that people also have had music playing in their head while they were sleeping and then woke up singing to it. Um, if not, sorry, and I'm praying that it does happen to you because it's actually a really nice feeling. Um, but yeah, yesterday, this might be a testament to like my mental health, but um, like I, oh my God, I just like completely lost my train of thought. I'm kind of tired, if you couldn't tell. Wait, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, no, yesterday I was, I woke up to This Is Me Trying by Taylor Swift. And you know what? I was like, this is not the most upbeat, cool thing for me to be listening to as soon as I wake up. But I turned it on. And then after that, Illicit Affairs came on, and I was like, oh, but then Invisible String came on. Oh, Invisible, Invisible fucking String. Please listen to it. Even if you're not a fucking Swifty, please listen to it. And, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift era. I literally forgot to do the one 
ever since we started the podcast. If you're from the early days of the podcast, you'll know that we used to do Taylor Swift eras and I used to ask guests about it, whatever. I'm so sorry I haven't done them. Um, but I'm going to try to remember today. It's folklore. God bless. I love, I fucking love folklore. Oh my God. Um, folklore is one of my favorites alt of all time. I do like Evermore, but I just, I can't, I don't find it hits my soul as much. Maybe I am like Taylor in which like she doesn't think Evermore is all that, but I'm so happy people find so much solace with it. I think it's great. But personally, oh yeah, I cracked my phone yesterday. I was walking and, um, <clears throat> I dropped my phone face down, which I've done a lot. Like in, I've had this phone since my sophomore year. Um, in the time that it's that I've had it, I've dropped my phone face down so many times, and this beautiful, beautiful clear clear case has always, always gotten her. To be fair, she herself did crack, and now it's like she's cracked so much that it makes sense that she couldn't protect her any longer, and that she had to just like let the let the shatter come through. Um, but yeah, looking at it now, it's the heaviest shattering happens in like the left corner, bottom left corner, and then webs out into like the middle, like near the home recording button area. Um, it hasn't been the best. I think I had a piece of glass stuck in my hand yesterday that I like tried really hard to get out and I think I got it out, but, um, yeah, no, that sounds super fun, but I thought I'd just share it with you because like, that's like my life right now. Um, First world fucking problems, you know, like fucking, oh no, my I, I was microwaving my oatmeal for, the, for my breakfast this morning and it it bubbled over and then I had to wipe it off. Oh my god, the world hates me. No, bitch, like it's called inconvenience. Um, but I've been in a good enough mood where like cracking my phone screen or my oatmeal bubbling over hasn't sent me into a mental breakdown. And it's kind of just been like me like laughing, being like, eh, all right, well, so it goes. Let's just figure it out and fix it. Um, and I think that's really beautiful. And obviously, my I'm not in that state all the time. But I'm just, I'm, <clears throat> I'm paying attention. I'm being aware to the good parts of my mental state right now. That I can take things with a grain of salt and let things happen to me. And just be like, it's all right. It's all right. Like, that's going to fix itself. Because, um, yeah. God bless. Um, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's talk about finding friends. Um, it's been good. I don't know. Friends are everywhere. I feel like we're always finding friends, just like we're always learning. These are all processes. Processes, I don't know. Nothing simple. Let me talk about... Let me talk about how the pumpkin spice latte was... My fucking, like, I was shooting up pumpkin spice latte in sixth grade, okay? Shooting up. I fucking love that shit. Hot. Not, not ice, bitch. Hot. Hot pumpkin spice latte on a pretty, a pretty warm day. After Little Mermaid Junior practice in sixth grade with me and my bitches, uh-huh. We were the most annoying kids on the block. And there, there was that tree in the village that's no longer there. That was such a sad day when they... That tree got. Why, why did that tree leave? Anyone from Pittsburgh, please tell me why they got rid of that tree in the village. I feel like there must have been like maybe it had like termites or some shit. Do do trees get mites? Maybe it just had a disease. It didn't look diseased though. It was a beautiful fucking tree, and I think it's blasphemous that it's gone. Because now that little circle area is just like barren. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, but yeah, no, we fucked that tree up. We, we love that tree. Um, it was so fun. And then I got older and I was like, thought it was cool to make fun of the, the PSL bitches. And like, I didn't get one as much, but I, I would honestly would like drink them in secret anyway, cause they were good. And then we had the whole Christian girl autumn phase on TikTok and whatnot. And we were like, oh my God, weirdos. Um, yeah. And that was until I literally like was like, fuck everything. I love a, a pumpkin spice latte. And that's where I am today. I fucking love a pumpkin spice latte. Are you kidding? Yum. So yum. Also, if you want, just get an iced Americano and then in like the special order part, if you're like mobile ordering, or even I think you can do this, you can just get like two pumps of pumpkin sauce and it tastes like a fucking pumpkin spice latte. I shit you not. And it's significantly cheaper than the $6 grande that you're going to get. So yeah, life hack. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a pumpkin spice latte rant. I think I just love fall. I'm such a fall bitch. I under, I, it, you know what? It makes me kind of mad because I understand that people love to take trendy things on TikTok and invalidate people for aligning themselves with them. For example, like there are a, a variety of songs that are really good that were put on TikTok and everyone's like, oh, it's a TikTok song. And you're just like, no, bitch, it's a good song. And what else? There's more. I'm honestly like reading in a way people, because reading has been more um, popular on TikTok. It's almost upsetting because I love, I obviously love reading and I love that people are reading more because of TikTok. And I honestly think it's saving print, um, just like the business in general. And I really hate that some people are like gatekeeping reading because they're like, you just saw it on TikTok. Okay, and I think I literally talked about this on the podcast, but like, that's another thing. Reading. Everyone can read. I don't care what you're reading. I don't care if I wouldn't read it myself. I'm glad you're reading it. I don't care if it was recommended to you on TikTok. God bless. It was meant to find you, in my opinion. Same fucking thing with fall. Um, we all decided, like, so many people decided that, like, fall is the best season. I made this distinction for myself probably when I was, like, four. Because, like, I was, like, fall is so fucking pretty. And it's my birthday time of year. Like, I love it. And it's when school is fun. Like, I just, I've always loved fall. And, I, oh, I love Halloween so much. I am probably have talked about this, too, because it's such a huge part of myself. But, like, I fucking love Halloween. Anything spooky like that. Not, like, horror movies. Don't get me wrong. Do not like horror movies. Um, but anything witchy, spooky kiddish like childish um i fucking love that i fucking eat that shit up it's so good it's just pure joy like why deprive yourself of that like when people say that they like winter okay i like december i like the first few snows i like when it's not super cloudy and the sky's blue against the snow and it's really nice at least it, it does that in pittsburgh and i really love it but january that's real winter january is real winter let's be real and february sometimes Especially in, like, the Northeast. I do not like that that time of year. It's gray. It's slushy. It's so cold. That's when the real snowstorms hit. I don't like a snowstorm. Mm-mm. I like, okay, no, I like being inside when the snow is whipping about, and I'm like, ooh, I'm safe and protected here, and, like, maybe there's a fire. Oh, my God, so cute. I don't like when I wake up the next morning and there's, like, a foot of snow. 
not a foot, like three feet. And then I'm like, okay, time to get shoveling before I can even go sledding. Like, no, I love playing, playing in the snow. Oh my God. Don't get me wrong. I love playing in the snow, but like, seriously, <laughs> no, um, it's just too much sometimes. There are honestly so many bitches here who have never seen snow. So they're like, I can't wait for Christmas. I, I can't wait to see snow for the first time. I'm like, okay, good for you. But like, I'm glad you could romanticize it. I have flashbacks, if anything, whatever. Um, here's another thing. When I first got here, I was so afraid of the city and everything that it had to offer. And I was so afraid of going out. Even during the daytime by myself, I was like, who the, who the fuck do I think I am? I can't do this. I'm not cut out for it. Um, and then I did it. Um, actually, no, I just like, I think I went out one time. I went out to the West Village, which is a very cool scene. Highly recommend the West Village. It's very cool. Um, and I felt really safe and I was like, this is really cool. And that was during the nighttime. It was like almost, it was like past midnight, I think. And I was really enjoying myself. And then I was after that night, like something switched and I was like, okay, like literally fuck all of this. I've already, like I've seen the citizen app. I've seen the shit that's going on in my area. I know like shit's not great all the time, but hold on. I'm going to drink some water because I think I'm really dry. Yes. My water bottle smells like pesto, which is really annoying because I just washed it. Whatever. Um, no, but after that, like, I just, like, I go everywhere I want by myself now. Um, I try not to be out too late, because I'm not that bold, but I'll be out after dark, like, walking around if I have shit to do. Like, I went to Trader Joe's, like, at 8 p.m. the other day after I got dinner by myself, and I was like, hmm, this fucks. Like, I, I think some people think it's, like, yes, New York gets lonely. I get lonely. Duh. But also, I have serious moods where I so much would rather take a moment and run an errand, etc. all by myself. Like, there's just something about it. I started it, and I think, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm having a lot of gas, that's why my voice sounds weird. I started it in, um, 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 um did I start doing this? I think it was like junior year. Summer after junior year because that was like still pandemic time and I was working I think. And I just like really I, I, sometimes I would be like oh I wish I had someone to go out with me and do things but then I realized like I am my own best friend. No but seriously like it's like just take time with, your, with yourself take yourself on dates and know that whatever you're doing is entirely for you. You're going to go... You want to go to a bookstore, bitch? You go. You go by yourself. You love that time for you, for no one else but for you. You want to go see a movie? Oh, this is a big one. Go to the movie theater alone. It is a fine place to be alone because guess what? Even when I'm with people, when I sit down for a movie, this, is, this might be just me, but when I sit down for a movie... I tune everyone else the fuck out. I might as well be alone in that theater. So why not go alone? I saw Spider-Man 3 alone. Was sobbing. I was violently sobbing. Who knows if I would have had that emotional freedom if someone was sitting next to me. I don't know. I can't tell. I, I wouldn't know. But 
I do know that I let myself go, and then my sister picked me up because I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have my license at the time, so she picked me up, and actually it was kind of funny because she was like, she thought the movie had ended, and it was like nowhere near ending, but she was sitting in the parking lot being like, oh my god, Benny, why aren't you coming out, out of the movie theater? And she had a guy come in right as the credits started rolling, and I was still sobbing, being like, your sister's here to pick you up. And I literally was like, oh, okay. Like, I was fucking sobbing like an oaf. What the fuck? Like, that was one of the rudest moments, in my opinion. Like, ah, uh, can't believe they did that to me. Whatever. Um, but yeah, no. Going by yourself places is really, gr- is really great. I went, again, went to Barnes & Noble last night. Um, did not work out well because I could not find a copy of the New Yorker, but it's okay. I'm sure at one point I'll find it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that on that about going out alone. I've always liked going out alone, really. Not always, but like ever since I discovered what it was, I really did like it. Um, let's talk about fashion here in New York. Um, as you know, we had New York Fashion Week recently. I think people think that when New York Fashion Week is happening, like, New York goes through, like, this whole shift where it's, like, celebrities are everywhere, everyone is just dressing better, like, etc. Um, no, that's not even a little bit true. There's so there's so many different types of people in New York. Why would you think that everyone would decide to be a fashion icon and a hot celebrity all of a sudden? Like, no, not happening. Um, one, there are always celebrities on the street. Just because I'm not in very much into TikTok right now, I don't really realize how many influencers there are around me, but I'll be out with Chloe and she'll be like, oh my God, look at that person. They're an influencer. I literally watch their TikToks or I watch their boyfriend's TikToks. And I'm like, okay, good. Like, I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, but for that reason, like in this age, there are always famous people, quote unquote, famous people. And then there's like the other night at the Strand, which is very close to my dorm. Um, Sydney Sweeney, Kendall Jenner, and I think Bella Hadid, maybe it was Gigi, I get them confused a lot, um, we're at the Strand, just chilling, and I think the, the dude who played Fez in Euphoria, I don't remember his name, and, oh my god, my friend saw Faye from Euphoria on the street yesterday, like, one, what the fuck, I'm not getting any of these celebrity sightings, I'm kind of mad, um, but yeah, no, Fashion Week is not really like, oh my god, it's crazy, like, everyone's being so fashionable all of a sudden because people are always fashionable. Sometimes you're you're walking, like, walking around in New York, especially, like, closer to uptown or, like, touristy areas or even, like, the shopping areas, like, Soho or um, being near the park, like, any park, really. You're always going to find, like, you're scrolling through social media because people love fucking aesthetics here. They they embody aesthetics. And you know what? Sometimes, bitch, me too. That is all I need. And they don't do it for anyone else. They do it for themselves, you can tell, usually. Unless they're tourists, in which they walk a certain way, and you can tell that they're, like, trying to... Whatever. Um, but... There's a certain energy sometimes where I'm just like... I know that it's not... That these people are not doing this to impress me, but it looks like they're being so careless with how beautiful they are. It's almost like, even when I'm not scrolling on social media, I'm still being affected by by what I'm walking past as if I'm scrolling on social media. Like, in the comparison way. In the way of, like, oh, I gotta step up my game. This is not working well. Like, this is low-key embarrassing, etc. So, for that reason, I'm just like... 
sometimes I get down, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not a fashion icon, I understand that. And sometimes I wish I was. Um, I just don't think I have the time, like, or the energy. Like, today, it's an academic day, I'm wearing a sweater and, like, some corduroy shorts, and I feel cute. Um, but I've had these clothes since, like, for three years now, two, three years. Um, and some would say that that means it's time for new ones. Um, I would agree. I think there are some pieces in my closet that I think are tired and I would like to change, especially because, um, my college wardrobe is so limited. I did not bring very many, very many pieces of clothing from home. I only brought what was necessary and it's proven to work for me. Like, I don't use any, um, like, there's there's not a surplus. There's not, like, clothes sitting in my closet that I'm like, oh, I don't know why I brought this. I'm never going to wear this. I know I'm going to wear every single thing that I have right now. But I do kind of miss sometimes, like, being able to switch it up. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I do look like I don't own anything. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm having a realization in real time right now. I've gone back and forth a lot in the outfit repeating on the toxic culture of all of that and consumerism. And I like to put my foot down now. Um, I want to erase the idea that if someone is, is repeating clothing, that they could be assumed as someone who can't, one, afford clothing, two, someone who doesn't care about what they look like. That's, none of that's true. And it's all a very American idea. Because in Europe, long-lasting wear that is quality, like good, rather expensive items, are expected to, one, not be, like, be more limited. Like, like have a sensible amount because they're more expensive and repeat them. Because they're meant to be, one, worn. They're good quality for a fucking reason. Wear, wear your shit. Like, wear your shit out, especially if you spend a lot of money on it. Two, it's fashionable. At the end of the day, the pieces that you're wearing, that you're, you're picking out, are your pieces. If you like them, that, in my opinion, is a part of your identity. This, this sweater I'm wearing is, like, the perfect shade of green. It's like, it's like um, sage green, but a lot more like a cream. It's a lot creamier. <laughs> it's lighter. It's a lot closer to more close to white. Um, and I love it. I love the fit on me. I, it's comfortable. It's lightweight. It's good for a day like today where it's like kind of Indian summer, kind of fallish. Not really. Um, but yeah. And I just want to say this now. Like I'm, I'm not gonna feel tired or sorry for wearing this sweater again. Cause guess what? I probably will wear it again. It's a nice ass sweater, and it's it's stood the test of time. It was thrifted, and it has survived this very much survived this secondhand use, perhaps even thirdhand. Who's to say? Um, and I'm loving it. These corduroy, um, shorts I'm wearing. Oh my god. These are also also thrifted, and they stand the fuck up. Yes, they have some wear. Yes, they have, like, a couple loose threads that, like, mm, they could be nicer. If I have the chance one day, I probably will replace them with nicer corduroy shorts that, God willing, will last me even longer. But for right now, they're a beautiful, beautiful shade of purple that I love. It's very, It's a very neutral, muted shade of purple that goes with a lot. 
like this sweater. Um, and I feel good. I'm sorry, my, my mouth noises are really bad right now. I'm really, really apologize for it, but I feel good in what I'm wearing. And I only have two button downs hanging in my closet, which if you know me, well, no, two long sleeve button downs. And then I have two short sleeve button downs. But if you know me, especially in the summer, a button, I fuck up a button down. I think it's one of the only ways to dress up summer wardrobe because they can be very flowy, very lightweight. So, and, and personally me, I can get away with um, buttoning them kind of low, showing off a lot of chest, which allows a lot of airflow. So they're very, very important to my summer wardrobe. When fall comes, I'll be doing a lot of um, collars underneath sweaters and turtlenecks underneath sweaters or just plain sweaters. I do a lot of knit. If I'm feeling cozy, I'll do a lot of sweatshirts. I'll do a lot of sweatpants. I'll do a lot of tank tops with sweatpants, maybe a button down or a jean jacket over. Like these are the things. I'm just I'm just taking you through some fashion that I that I like to fuck with. And that's just my style right now. Like literally by the end of the year that might change and maybe maybe the clothes that I'm wearing are obsolete because they won't fit the bill of my style later. But right now they work. And I really I I, I just had this like moment on like right here where I just realized like why do I need to be obsessed with making sure that what I'm wearing is fresh because what I my style is curated for me and for my comfort and to make myself feel comfortable in my own skin so why am I even considering how what other people will perceive it like I don't need to I don't need to wonder if they're perceiving that I am struggling because I can't get new pieces of like or new of the same style new pieces of the same style, let me, let me speak English correctly. Um, I don't need to stress about that because sincerely, sincerely, I'll wear whatever the fuck I want. And, and beyond that, I can change my style. I, I hate that people are like, are obsessed with the idea of having one aesthetic and that's it. I think it's so cool if you have a, an aesthetic that really fits you. But my aesthetic cycle, especially with the seasons, like, Usually by January and February, I'm in school, and style goes out the fucking window. Guess what my style is? Sweatpants and sweatshirts all the way. I'm not looking cute. Sometimes I'm wearing fucking pajama pants. And in my opinion, that's camp. That's cute. I'm, I'm going to wear what I fucking wear. You can shut up. Like, I don't have energy at that point. So my style is what to some people will be like, okay, you look like you just came from the sewer. God bless. I, you know what? I feel like I came from the sewer, but at least I feel a little bit cozier, like a, a cozier sewer gremlin than a gremlin dress up in like a button down and khakis right now, but I still feel like a gremlin on the inside. No, let me be comfortable. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's my, that's my fashion rant. Um, from here on out, I'm not shaming myself for having the clothes that I want. And if, guess what? If I grow tired of these clothes, if I'm like, I don't feel comfortable in them, these, sometimes, you know, I look at them and I'm like, oh, I feel like these represent a version of myself that's tired. Like, I have a lot of clothes from middle school that one, don't fit me because my body has changed significantly since middle school. Um, and two, I look at them and I'm like, this is not me. These are clothes of a different Vinny that I don't, I honestly don't want to visit again. And oh my God, that is a beautiful part because I can totally pass that shit on. Especially if it's nicer quality, it's long-term wear and I know it's going to do well secondhand. Pass that shit on. If you're wondering also within this, I'm telling you, please, please stop shopping off Shein. Oh my God, I went to fucking Buffalo Exchange the other day. 
there's a Buffalo Exchange on Broadway. And I was like, me and Chloe were like, let's set it up. Let's see what it has to offer. So much Shein clothing. So much. Half the stuff in there was not long-term wear. It was not vintage. You know what it was? It was items that, one, are from, like, Walmart that people are, like, tired of. In New York. Like, what? A Buffalo Exchange in New York? The, the fact that literally my same tier thrift stores at home are more authentic and, like, all around better than the Buffalo Exchange in New York is baffling to me. But it makes sense because with the rise of Shein, there were so many things in there that, like, legitimately I could tell were given away because they were not suitable anymore because it, they were just, like, a, a total trend. Like, Shein will just, like, make fucking horrible quality items completely for a trend that they know will pass within the next few months. So people buy them. They like them for about two seconds or they fucking break on them. And they're like, all right, let me get rid of this. And then they think that they could just, like, give it to Buffalo Exchange and that's, like, a good way to, like fix their problem no bitch you're making it worse because now somebody's probably gonna end up some idiot's probably gonna go in there and be like oh yeah 16 dollars skirt from shein uh, at buffalo exchange fuck me up fam and and bring it home like and that's just like continuing the cycle like i'm disgusted um and beyond that thrift stores are not cheap anymore like you can't find a good th a thrift store here like buffalo exchange used to be the not so expensive one and everything was like 16 plus dollars in there so <laughs> That pisses me off just a tad. Um, yeah, that was my rant. Is there anything more I need to talk about? No. All right. <laughs> that felt really good. I have a sound a sound design class right now. Um, I also did that. I had a sound assignment that I had to do with that. And um, it was horrid. It was so fucking bad. Um, good God. But I turned it in anyway because I just needed to do it. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I might see you later with a guest. Probably, probably Chloe. Um, if not, then this is goodbye. Sorry, it's been a shorter episode. This, the episodes might be around 40 minutes these days just because the college life is the college life. Sorry about it. Um, but yeah, love you the most. Thank you so much. If you've listened all the way through, I will give you a big kiss. All right. Bye, maybe. Okay, hi. Yeah, we're back. Um, different day. It's actually Sunday, so sorry about the whole delay. Um, got a little bit of caffeine in me, so I'm feeling a little feeling a little shaky, to say the least. Um, shout out Aaron and Mallory Eater, Aaron being Mallory's lovely mother, um, for taking me in yesterday. I hopped on a train to Hoboken, which um, the station to the path train is not very far from my dorm so i got a quick little walk in paid the 275 two seconds later i was in hoboken new jersey my computer's making noises i'm so sorry if you just heard that um hung out there hoboken is so cute i've never gotten the chance to explore it really so it was so nice we went to i got to see mallory's volleyball game she slayed she did so amazing um we went out to a beautiful dinner thank you to aaron again for treating me to dinner. It was so lovely. Um, had a fun sleepover in the hotel, woke up, went to Carlos Bakery for breakfast, got a good-ass lobster tail and chocolate chip cookie, hopped on the path back to Manhattan, went to um, a Mad Happy pop-up that had some fun limited edition Yankee stuff, which was really nice, and just came home. Um, I'm tired. I'm still hopping up on the caffeine. I'm usually a decaf girl because, listen, I can't handle caffeine these days. I don't know why. Um, 
mainly before I left for school, I was having a lot of anxiety. So I found that whenever I drank caffeine, it would be triggered and I was not doing well. However, I haven't drank coffee since the big anxiety spell of 2022 in um, end of July all through August. And today, the caffeine that I did drink on accident because I didn't order, order a decaf Americano was actually not bad. Um, I'm actually doing fine. I'm feeling hyped up. I'm feeling good. And I'm not feeling super anxiety ridden. Of course, obviously, the pulse is up there. But I feel very manageable. And I don't feel like my um, consciousness is floating away from my body like sometimes I do when I drink too much caffeine. Um, also, happy Bill Sunday, LFG, everyone. Thank you. Um, if... You hear screaming in the background. My sweet mates are football enjoyers, and I have to support them any way I can, unless it is 11.30 on a school night. Um, but yeah, if you hear background noise, don't be a deadbeat. Um, love life right now. I got a beautiful Halloween poster. I did have a bit of an anxiety attack on Friday in class for acting. Um, I don't want to say that as like, oh my God, I'm falling apart. I just want to say, um, Acting school is really vulnerable sometimes, and I've yet to really find out the root of that anxiety attack, but it did happen, and I'm, like, okay with it because, you know, it it was a thing. I took it into account. I took some deep, deep breaths. I managed it. I'm still trying to figure out the root of the issue, but I also understand I'm here. I'm having a lot of emotions about being away from home and finding my home here, which has been really lovely. I love New York with all my heart. Don't get me wrong, and I love being here so much. I love my classes. Every day I get more and more fulfilled with what I'm doing and I'm seeking out more additionally. I'm very, very happy. Um, but it does get stressful sometimes. And sometimes your body reacts in ways that you weren't expecting them to react. And honestly, the most terrifying part is the fact that you're having an anxiety attack about something that you don't know about. Like, I didn't know the root of it. Still don't know the root of it. And that was what frustrated me the most. Was like, come on, just like let me know. You know what? I won't be folding that. I'm manic a little bit right now, but it's fine. Um... I'm going to squeeze this in, give you the last 20 minutes before I go to church because I have to go to a later mass today because I was in Hoboken this morning. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what else I'm going to talk about because I literally had ideas and now I'm blinking. My face is so flesh, flesh, flushed. Um, oh my God, I'm flying through Practical Magic. I think I mentioned reading it. Um I finished Beloved, reading Fractal Magic right now. I'm literally flying through it. It's so fun. I'm having such a good time. I ran into a stationary store the other day because I was actually waking up. Do you ever wake up from sleeping and have something on your mind? I think I talked about earlier having a song stuck in your mind. Do you ever wake up with an idea or a vision in your mind? I have the idea slash vision of sending some Halloween-themed postcards out to friends and family. And I was like, hmm. I'd love to do that, but I don't think there are any Halloween-themed postcards at the Strand, and the Strand is right near me, so I was just thinking of the Strand. Lo and behold, at, before I got on the PATH train yesterday, I was walking around on the phone with my sister, and I was just like, oh my god, Gabby, I am so sorry to interrupt you, because she was telling me a story. I was like, listen, I don't know how. I, I was just wandering around, like, West Village area, and... I was just looking like straight at it's like one of those moments where I was all turned around and I just looked at what was right in front of me for a second and I don't even know what it was called I think it was called like like literally like village stationery or something it was the storefront was beautiful and I was like I have to go in something is telling me to go in I go in and I'm like it's okay if I don't spend any money whatever I immediately see the most gorgeous like vintagey Halloween poster which is so my vibe and I've been wanting to make not that my room is not Halloweeny enough I have fall leaves already stripped I have um, 
a fucking witchy woman poster, not poster, like little brick board, um, and my Halloween blanket, and just generally my color scheme is pretty fall. Um, but I was like, no, this poster's gonna tie it up. And lo and behold, it did. I think it was like five or six bucks. So cheap, so beautiful. I think because technically they market it as wrapping paper. Um, the bookstore I used to work at also did that same thing. Like we would sell stuff, sell posters essentially, just like this one that are marketed as wrapping paper. So you can kind of sell them for not too expensive and the quality isn't great. It's just thin, th thin paper, not bad paper. It's, it's still good paper, but like, it's not like, oh, I can market this as a poster because it's not thick enough. But at the same time, you can still buy it if you're careful with it and get it for five bucks. Got a five buck, beautiful poster. I put it up. It, it makes the room ever so Halloween-y, which you know is my vibe always way. Oh, okay. Something in my words now. Um, bought that, bought a few postcards for Halloween as well. And I sent those out to a few friends, which I'm so excited about. I love sending mail, if you guys know me love sending mail with all my heart and postcards you don't even have to get an envelope for them. you just slap a stamp on there and your little message and the address and off you go um so that was super exciting i love mail um now i'm sitting here in my dorm i love the fact that the human race you know um i have been just like growing up literally you don't realize the certain usages for things or beyond that how important certain items are and certain products are until you grow the fuck up and you're living on your own and i don't even know how to explain it because there's so many i have so many examples to tell you guys but i like don't even remember what they were um what's a good example oh my god i guess i could use tilex as an example but <laughs> that's like a really cheap example like literally like that's not what i mean don't peg my the quality of my example upon um, the, the quality of my idea based on the example of Tylex. But just because it's the only thing I think I could think of, Tylex is a Clorox product. Um, it is just a spray that after you shower, it's called daily shower. You don't have to use it daily, but whenever you feel like your shower is a little must, um, it's not the deepest cleaning, obviously. You're not scrubbing your shower, but after you shower, if you feel like it's been a little musty and you just need a good spritz to keep your sh your shower nice and fresh and keep bacteria away you take the tilex and after it's wet the shower is wet from you sh your shower you just spray it all about the shower and it just cleans it surface cleans and it's so quick and easy and growing up we always had it in the house i never really understood why it was so important until i moved i lived on my own my mom told me about it i'm like oh my god this is amazing i use it all the fucking time now a godsend. A godsend. Washcloths. Oh my god. Wash. Who's gonna tell me? Fucking washcloths. Are you kidding? They are so amazing. And the ones I use for, use for the floor and whatnot, I put Clorox on those, so they stay disinfected. So my, I told my mom like, hey, there's Clorox in this washcloth, but it's also like it's um, red. Like I'm not gonna put it in with my colors when I wash it in like the washing machine, but I'm not gonna also put it with my whites cause then it's gonna like, but there's Clorox on it so I can't put it with either. And she's like, listen, it's like a mixed race child. Okay, maybe that was a bad analogy. Scratch that, cancel that. I don't know if that was insensitive. I'm very sorry if it was. Um, cause it didn't belong, okay, whatever. Um, my mom was like, put it, like it's already been disinfected. It already has Clorox on it. So there's no bacteria living on it. So if it's wet, just drape it somewhere and let it air dry. Oh my god. I always, I have one washcloth that's always on hand that has Clorox on it all the time, and that's okay. 
and I use it when I need to, and I, I Clorox shit when I need to, and I have my go-to washcloth, and that shit works. She does wonders. She has been cleaning that bathroom like a champ for a while now. And I'm like, God bless. Now I know why people are buying these wash, like my aunt got me a bunch of washcloths before I left for school, and I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with these? Oh, bitch. You wait and see. Oh my God. My past self, I almost wanna slap him. He didn't know shit about shit. And not that I'm saying I do know shit about shit now. I just know a little bit more shit, and that's kind of awesome. Um, also, long-term wear. I think I've talked about long-term wear on here before, but because I did go to Mad Happy, I just want to talk about it. Like, there are certain items which you as a human, if you have the funds, deserve. Not that I'm saying, like, you deserve them because, like, oh, you can casually spend a bunch of money. But no, if you ever are out and you see a product that you think you are going to be able to use until the day you die, usually a nice made sweatshirt, shirt, etc., maybe even a bag, um, and you haven't bought a big ticket item in a while, but you know you have the funds to viably afford it, and you know you're going to have it forever, and you know you're going to get a lot of use, cost per wear it. Like, see if you're going to wear it a lot. A dollar a wear, if the item is upwards of $100. If you think you're going to wear it upwards of 100 times in your lifetime, like, dollar per wear. A dollar per wear. Think about it. Quality items are so important. And that's not saying, like, that's also, along with that, do not have 50 of those items in your closet. Have, like, two. Make them basic. Make them simple. Make them staples in your style. Never get rid of them. If you think that it could tire, if you think that it's something that's not very timeless, that you'll get tired of at one point, hold off. Hold off. Maybe one, I think trends are villainous as it is, especially in terms of consumerism, because we can only justify buying cheaper stuff that's trendy because you don't want to, one, spend the money, and two, have something that's going to last so long that is going to be out of style. It's so much more, um, oh my god, what is the word? I'm, I'm going a mile a minute. I don't know the word. I want to say longevity, but that means nothing. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's useful to have one, your own style. Uh, wait, sustainable, 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 sustainable. Do you understand? If you have your own style, if you know what the fuck you like, and you only buy shit that you know you're gonna fuck with, and no, like it could never go out of style in your eyes because that is your style. It's a part of your persona. And you buy a lot, like you spend a lot of money on something. You're never gonna feel guilty because you know, I, in a million years, I'm gonna wear this again. And I'm going to keep wearing it and I'm going to love it so much. And I'm going to show my kids it and they're going to be like, oh my God, you're so cool. Because that's me. That's not because people in my generation, obviously your personal style will be influenced by what's around you and what's popular around you. But you can take ideas from those styles because generally those will last at least a decade, not a century, but like a few decades, you know? And beyond that, we'll cycle through. People who developed their own style in the 80s, and bought long-lasting clothing, which is a lot easier to find in the 80s, can use their clothes once again because those there's there's themes from the 80s that cycle through. I would say that the clothes from the 80s are coming back, but that is incorrect. If you copy and pasted my mother's wardrobe from the 80s into now, we would not be able to wear that. I'm just telling you right now. We, we, we would be able to wear some pieces styled differently, but people saying that the 80s is coming back are 
mistaken in the way of how casually like they're stating that they're the 80s themes of the 80s are coming back and being interpreted in a modern style um i don't know how i got into a fashion rant i don't know what i'm gonna call this episode oh no crisis um maybe i'm gonna say reheated like spread out throughout my week i don't know um whatever it is though long-term wear it's where it's at obviously i know some people don't have the um so don't have the privilege to buy stuff sometimes that is as durable. But if you do ever find yourself in a position where you say, hey, I'm really, I really like this product and I know I'm going to use it. And you really do feel in your mind that you will use it and you'll feel proud of yourself. Because at the end of the day, everyone's going to splurge. If you have the money, you're going to splurge at one point. If you splurge, if you wait to splurge, if you wait to splurge for something that you know, you feel very, very confident you will use it is a great feeling it is a beautiful feeling because you say okay at the end of the day i look at my bank account i don't miss that money because i feel like it has been put to use the work that i put in to get that money into my account is the same work that i put in to get this product for myself to better my life do not spend your money willy-nilly that's not what i'm saying do not get huge Shein orders because you think it's beautiful that's not sustainable please don't buy off Shein or those neighboring sites. Even Zara, I get wary of sometimes because I don't think they have the best quality sometimes. I think they upcharge because they can. For some reason, they have made a name for themselves and they upcharge. Sometimes it's hit or miss. Like There are a couple of pieces I have from Zara that are more durable. But when you're in that fucking store, especially if you're going to splurge in there, stretch out those clothes. Test those seams because that shit could rip. Do not be in the Zara sales section being like, oh, here's a $20 sweater. Let me just buy it. It looks cute. No, because I don't know why for some reason. I've never liked Zara for that reason. I don't think it's like teetering between like Kohl's and Shein and obviously like higher end stuff. It's it's in between those levels and I don't like it because it's usually just marked up no matter what. That's my right on Zara. Um, but yeah. Stay safe out there. If you're watching the Bills game, I envy you because um, my family won't respond. I'm literally trying to watch the Bills game and they're like, I don't know, do this, do this. And I can't figure it out. Um, so pray for me. Hopefully I can watch the Bills game, but I do have to go to church soon. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a blessed Sunday. I love you all very much. Keep slaying. I really hope that this ending of the podcast didn't give you too much of a headache hopefully i didn't say anything too insensitive because i don't even like i don't really think i just spoke um but yeah love you all hopefully my mouth noises were also weren't gross because i'm my mouth is really dry from all this talking all right love ya bye